What a beautiful way for us to think about our lives that we can be a sanctuary that is grounded in thanksgiving. My guess is, however you celebrated Thanksgiving yesterday, with all the restrictions called for by the pandemic, each of you found ample reason to be thankful. We reinforced the importance of gratitude from this bima in the classroom with the work of our hands, any chance we get. Expressing gratitude is at the heart of being a Jew. At the same time, we do a disservice to Judaism if our expressions of thanksgiving require us to look at life through rose-colored glasses. Tonight, I'd like us to peel back the layers of gratitude in order to rediscover Judaism's nuanced concept of faith. I'll do so by taking a closer look at Leah, the most overlooked, underappreciated of our four biblical matriarchs. Let's recall how Leah becomes a matriarch to begin with. Jacob, just last week, in Torah time, flees for his life when his brother Esau threatens to kill him. At his mother's direction, Jacob is to return to Rebekah's hometown in order to find a suitable bride, literally keeping it in the family. As fate commonly has it in Torah, it's by a water well that Jacob instantly falls in love with Rachel, one of his mother's nieces, daughter of his uncle Laban. When Laban asks what his wages should be, even within the family, there's no free lunch. Jacob offers seven years of labor for the hand of Laban's daughter, Rachel. When the seven years were completed, Jacob wastes no time asking Laban to make good on his pledge to deliver Rachel as his wife. That night, in the cover of darkness, Laban proceeds to take his daughter Leah, Rachel's older sister, to cohabitate with Jacob. How shocked Jacob was when daylight revealed it was Leah, not Rachel, who he slept with. Jacob responds to his uncle with self-righteous indignation, saying, What is this you have done to me? I was in your service for Rachel. Why did you deceive me? Laban responds, It is not the practice of our place to marry off the younger before the older. Of course, the biblical authors are well aware that Jacob was no stranger 
to deception, usurping the blessing from his father, a blessing intended for his older brother Esau. Rather than moralize, Torah lets Jacob discover that people who give themselves permission to lie and cheat find themselves in a world where no one can be trusted. Jacob learns what goes around comes around. But what becomes of Leah? Torah is explicit that Rachel is loved by Jacob more than Leah. Actually, the text tells us she is hated by Rachel and Jacob. Due to Rachel's barrenness, Jacob continues to cohabitate with Leah, and she conceives a son, names him Ruvain, declaring, for the Lord has seen my afflictions, praying to God that now my husband will love me. She continues to pray to God for Jacob's love for the birth of her next two sons, Simeon and Levi. Yet Jacob continued to hold back any love from Leah. When Leah conceives a fourth son, she declares, Hapa'am ode et Adonai al ken shemo Yehuda. This time, I will praise God. And she named him Yehuda, Judah. It's from this verse that the Talmudic rabbis make an astounding assertion saying, from the day that God created the world, there was no person that praised God until Leah. The rabbis hear in Leah's words, this time I will praise God, meaning the first time anyone has uttered words of praise and gratitude to God. What a remarkable interpretation this is that the first person in our tradition to praise God does so living a life of adversity. Externally generated reasons to express gratitude do come a little easier, whether it's from life, a life companion, family, food, a roof over our head, meaningful work, wealth, good health. Of course, we pray for any of this. Yet Judaism, through our matriarch Leah, invites us to cultivate a life of faith that is not reliant on life working out the way we envisioned or prayed for. Outside of the laws of nature, we can trust the sun is going to rise and set each day. Outside of that, life is unpredictable. The test of faith in Judaism is praising God for whatever 
life holds for us. Jewish faith is real world faith, not based on a fairy tale picture of the world. Jewish faith is seeing the blessings in all of life's disappointments and struggles and thanking God however you may see, feel, or experience a higher power. Leah so desperately wants Jacob's love and her sister's love, and she realizes that faith in God expressing thanks, self-affirmation, and self-worth are not external. Leah's fourth son, Yehuda, is the Hebrew word for gratitude, and it's how we, as Jews, are known. We are Yehudim, Jews. We are people of gratitude. Each of us has a spark of the divine in our soul. Our lives are worthy of expressing gratitude and praise to God. That's the foundation of faith in Judaism. Hapa'am ode et Adonai. This time and at all times, let us praise and give thanks to God, for God is good. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom. Yehiu leratzon im refi refi behegyon libi lefanecha yehiu leratzon im refi im refi behegyon libi lefanecha Adonai tzuri Adonai. Thank you.